Welcome to the Working Ants Podcast. I'm your host, Tony of Woodland Iron, joined by Keith of Blackthorn Concepts and Chad of Chad's Custom Creation. As well, on his 150th appearance on the show is uh, Adam of Uncle Sam Metalworks. How's it going, boys? Hi. What's going on? Hello, hello, Adam. It's good to have you back again. Yeah, for number three. <laughs> I said 150. Come on. Oh, okay. 150. Canadians don't lie. <laughs> That's a, it's a metric system. Right, Chad? That is correct. <laughs> so, you boys excited for Makers Camp? Of course. Always. Chad, you're still coming up, right? I'll be there. I'll be there. Good. Good. Chad, Chad's not awake. <laughs> so, a while ago, I put out a challenge to you guys. Are you guys willing to accept it? Of course. You guys want to try to do something? Yeah. All right. But before... Well, I have wanted my chance of redemption ever mm-hmm. since the challenge between the three of us before. So, yes. Okay. Count me in. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do you, what do you guys want to make? I forgot exactly what we... Uh, discussed I believe you challenges to a knife okay what did you have in mind um well, l- 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 well b- before we get into this uh for the listeners if they haven't heard every episode adam challenged us to do a blacksmithing challenge at maker camp or for maker camp because he's going to have a little tent there so uh he didn't give us any parameters yet so tonight he's on to tell us the parameters or maybe Tell us the parameters. Maybe. Work out some details. We don't know what we're in for, but that's what Adam's here for. So, Adam, what do you got for us? Keith. So, one thing I had in mind was I want each of you to make something the same, but all three separate. But you, each of you can't know what the other one is making or how that one came out until the very end. I like that. That's good. So, if I have you each of you in my booth for one hour... That's all it's going to take us to make is it's going to, it's going to take us one hour. And then later on, you can come back and we'll do some destructive testing on them. Um, I will do the tempering and hardening and all that myself separately and all the same. So that way, because I know you guys are going to be pretty busy up there, do all that kind of stuff. So, so we have one hour. For this challenge. You got it's one, a one hour. hour challenge and each one of us have yeah. a different hour. I'm going <laughs> to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make this, I'm going to bring the steel and then, uh, we're going to forge something out in an hour. I think that actually works out really well. Cause can you imagine Keith and me in your tent at the same time for one <laughs> <Making> hour? <laughs> possibly bladed objects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting edges on things. Two men enter, one man leaves. <laughs> the one hour is, is pretty quick. My room. money's on Chad. He's got uh, the reach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have something in mind that's not going to take us too, too long. I am going to bring my press. Okay. Ooh. So we'll, we'll have my uh, 12-ton press there. We'll probably be utilizing a lot. So, you know, it's not going to be... Because I wanted something I could do with each of you because Tony's got more experience with the, the metal working and Chad has more things assembling. Yes, and actually, and I'm just a nobody. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, well, you've been exposed to it. Well. Your wife has some stuff, so I try to want to make it an even playing field. The two of them do have revolution. No, Keith has a revolution grinder. Mm-hmm. Tony's got a two by seventy-two. I've got my one by thirty. So, what are we using in your booth? Um, I have to finish it, but I'm going to bring my. 
um, two by 72. Ooh, nice. I've, I've, I have reached out to the Broadback guys. Um, I believe I'm going to be in a spot in their tent. So I'm, I'm going to see if they can bring one for me because I don't want to be in their booth with a competitor's model. You know, I think it's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got you. So I do have two two by 72s. One's in my workshop, which is a home built one. And I have my Ameribraid here at home. So, so we'll nice. see. We'll see where we are. And uh, I'm going to reach out to Vince and Brian. Excuse me, Ryan. So. There we have it. Each are going to be in my tent for one hour, and we're going to make something. But you're not. You don't know what it is. What you're it not is. going to find out until that day. Oh my! Do we know so, what material type are we working with? It's going to be metal. <laughs> is it coming off of my truck? <laughs> it's coming off Key's tailgate. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just lifting. Um, we'll probably do something out of a. Uh, a farrier's rasp or something. Oh, I like that. Very good. And let's talk about the like pressure testing, like straight up forged in fire where they take them, they chop through bone, they cut through ropes, they cut nails in half. What, what do you have in mind for the pressure testing at maker camp? Do you know those reusable grocery bags that you can buy from the grocery stores? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have three of those filled with antler. Oh, Oh goodness. Uh Oh, Oh yeah. (laughs) That'll do it. Yeah, so we'll we'll probably what we'll do is we'll do a water bottle chop slice. We'll do an antler chop and maybe uh, some fruit. Like know how they put like the apples in a row and you put a pipe across them and you just slide it down the pipe for your edge geometry and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, something simple, something easy. We'll take pictures. We'll post so it. We're going to be able to forge this item, sharpen it, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. within an hour. Yeah, I think you're overestimating my skill. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you need some more time, you need some more time. But I, uh, you remember the ahead. knife that I made for "Make What You Fear," right? The one that you sent me the medal for, the beautiful. Damascus. You mean the one I made? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> even you. Oh, here we go. You, you, it was raw material. My wife, yeah, yeah. Smitty made it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Well, that I, I mean, I I'm pretty sure that entire thing probably took me close to thirty hours, which is kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But I'm I, yeah, the one hour seems ambitious, but. Having you there definitely mm-hmm. helps. We'll have but a are you gonna press. Are you going to be allowed to touch our metal? Or are we going to have yeah. some kind of rule that you are only allowed to use your words? Ooh. That that's that's fine with me. I'm good with words. I'm okay, okay. with words. I bet you are, yeah. Tony. <laughs> I physically can't touch it, but I can instruct you right. how to do it. So, so no okay. ghost moments. Correct. Mm. But I'll have a two by seventy two, so it's your grinding is going to be a lot faster than. Yeah, that was where most of my time was, was with the grinding. It was just replacing belts and ugh. No, I, I said we're making something sharp. Who said it was a knife? Oh, okay. Could be a knife. <laughs> oh, that's true. So Could be a sword. Mm. I am going to bring one. I have a sword I have, I have here. I'll bring the one it. from your competition we'll in Ohio? Some, yeah, that uh, Shamshir. Nice. So I'll bring that. You see uh, Brian Cohn's making a sword? Oh yeah, I did. So swords are definitely a different a different ball game. A couple different rules, a couple different techniques you have to learn. Your heat treat must be a, a more challenging just because of the length of the mm. thing. It depends on the size of your oven. You know, when I had when I did the sword, uh, I went to, back to a friend's house who had uh, 
five foot deep paragon. Oh, wow. So we just clamped it to a, a piece of a thicker piece of steel and just put it in there. So, but yeah, if you only have a, a, a kiln, not a kiln, if you don't have a kiln and you only have a forge, yeah, definitely. Cause I tried to do a rapier once and I have a pass through in my forge and you could actually physically see the bow in it. So yeah, different challenges. So this is exciting. It makes me uh, even more looking forward to maker camp because most of the time I go there and I try to make something, but last year I just ended up with a pointy piece of like three quarter inch rod or something like that. So to actually be able to have something planned out with you with this competition, I'm pretty excited. Even if it's not a knife, just to know mm-hmm. that I get to make something with a forged in fire champion. And do <laughs> I get to take it home even if it breaks? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Man, you were pumping his tires some hard. You trying to get some extra credit here or what? <laughs> I'm going to make sure the, the tent closes so you guys can't see whether or not he's helping me. <laughs> he wants that redemption from his other knife. <laughs> I really do. Ooh, ever since that day. Might want to bring that with you to get someone who can actually sharpen it to you know, <laughs> sharpen it. Yeah, I will bring it. If I'm not flying, I'll, I'll definitely bring that. I'll get some sharpening techniques. You see that sharpening system Broadback has? No, I haven't seen this. Super, uh, yeah, super nice. It. Super nice. I actually got to see a prototype over a year ago and Ash saw it again at uh, Blade Show this year. It was actually really nice. Did they have that at camp last year? They did. Yep. It was off to the right, like back oh. towards the back of their... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I have seen it then, yeah. I, I don't understand it because I don't know the inner workings of it, but... Mm. Will this be, and we don't know if it's a knife, but if it is, will this be Tony's first knife? Or will he forge one before camp? <laughs> I would hope I'll have something done before camp, but it's good possibility. <laughs> it might not happen. I'll bring plenty of band-aids. Do we have to handle <laughs> this item? What do you mean? Will there be, like, do we have to put a handle on it? Oh, put a handle on it? Yeah. But if we did something simple like paracord... It's quick, yeah. easy to do. You can do it real quick. It'll be the same for all of you. Okay. And it'll be less tools. Like I, I won't, I won't have a drill press, you know? Right. I mean, you could use it. You could use a drill and stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be tough. So. No, paracord seems like so the way see, to go. So you see, the hour is not that bad, I think. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. So. What's going to be the judging criteria here? Just the pressure test? Ooh. Is there going to be a looks test? Uh. I think we maybe we'll do a little bit of both. I think maybe everyone that comes to the, to the table just votes on who they thinks is the best have the people's champion. And then we could do a, a performance test and we'll go from there. Will you be doing the performing? I will actually physically do the performing. I prefer so that. way that. you guys won't get hurt or I am yeah. the professional. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I do like that because I could see me trying to cut through a water bottle and just <laughs> throwing it across the air and it hitting Tony hey, in the side kids. of the neck. Yeah, it's no good. Let's let's let the trained professional EMS take care of it. <laughs> I've never heard a situation of I am the professional ending well. <laughs> just saying. I don't know. True. Hey, watch <laughs> this. Yeah, it's hold, hold my hair. Hold, 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 hold my, my beer. beer. Watch this. <laughs> Oh, cool. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So, uh, how long of a drive is that for you, Tony? Uh, I did it in March in about 10 hours. 
So that was with winter conditions and Mm -hmm. wasn't too bad. And that stops and everything. That's like 10 Mm -hmm. hours from door to door. So. All right. I'm hoping I kind of contemplating doing the day before, maybe Thursday, might call and see if I can get the, 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 get the Thursday night as well. Come spend the night at my house. That could work too. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Do you guys have rooms this year or do you got to stay down the road or? Don't, uh, I have a room. Uh, I, well, I can't speak for everybody else, but I have a room. Uh, I will be there. Ted doesn't even have a ticket yet. It's going to sell out before he he decides whether or not he's going to show up. I may just stay awake all night and every night. Hopefully I can still get a pass. I'm bringing my camper. (gasps) Ooh. Oh, you had the sweet spot last year. I, uh, yeah. Well, yes and no. (laughs) Yes and no. Like when when they were banging on the anvils at three o'clock in the morning. (laughs) That and you didn't have hookup where you were, right? No, I did. I I had water and electricity. So really, yeah. And I got it like that's, a that's surprising 36, right there, where it's in the middle of everything. Yeah, I got like a thirty-six gallon black tank, so you could use the bathroom and stuff, take showers. Yeah, that so, camper is sweet. How long have you had that guy? About a year. Oh. I bought it with uh, Forge and Fire money. Hey, no, oh. that's the way. <laughs> not to do with it. not with all of it, but yeah. So instead of going to Disney, like like I promised my kids on the show. It was right in the middle of COVID and everything. They were shutting down again. I'm like, hey, what about this? And we had a family meeting and that's what we all agreed on. So very cool. I think that I think that was that's a good cool. choice. That's something mm-hmm. that will live with you guys for a long time. Disney would have been yeah. just a few days. And it probably right. would have cost you more than ten thousand dollars to go to <laughs> Disney. <laughs> oh, it's expensive to go. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I I took my kids down or well, we took the kids down in I think they were five and seven kind of age. They're now 14 and 12. Mm. They don't remember Disney. Oh, good investment. Yeah. Or um, that's what they, still, or that's what they tell you now. So you take them again. Oh, they want to go to Italy. That's Ooh. like, we're like, where do you want to go? Like, the, because we like to do travel with the girls and, and now they're like, oh, we want to go to Italy. And I was like, do you know of any place in Italy? And they're like, Rome. Like, okay, well, where would we go in Rome? <laughs> so I actually trying to get them to plan their own trip. <laughs> that's cool. I don't know that's what's going to happen, but just having some fun with it. So your space that you're going to have there, Adam, do you know what you just know that you're going to be in with Broadbeck or? Uh, yeah, the, I was originally going to be with them. I talked to Austin maybe about a month ago. He hinted at maybe giving me bringing an easy up and doing my own little thing. So I don't know if he ran out of room in that tent or he doesn't know how big it is. So we'll see. We'll see when we get there. I'm just going to be excited just to be there. So, yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to, that you're going to be able to participate in everything too. Mm-hmm. That's, that'll be I'll, good. I, I, I'll be interested to see where the swap is in relation to your tent. I can mm. watch these guys from the table. You can watch these guys work. <laughs> I'll put a Keith, curtain around. Keith, you're going to be a lot more stingent with this the swap this year we have a set schedule schedule. you can one hour to drop your items off each day none of this keith hanging around the table all day long anymore he's gonna have some fun this year well we're all doing it right no you're on your own okay (laughs) i'm kidding of course i've got your back if i get into the campground (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, I have a feeling, Adam, you might be kicking me out of your spot. I'm gonna, Why? I'm, I'm gonna be bringing some tools and stuff with me, so I might That's spend fine. more time than you want to <laughs> deal with me in your spot. <laughs> no, you're you're more than welcome. Are you gonna keep it running after That's hours? Out. Can we go in there our own private? Yeah, absolutely. Bring your own propane, though. That's fine. I can do that. <laughs> I'm excited to this year not be as skittish about getting in playing around with with stuff. So. Mm-hmm. I see what Tony's plan is. He's going to go get a forged and fire champion to start start the woodland iron line of knives. He's going to start making the knives at the camp and then brown bagging all around the camp. He's just going to start selling them to everyone except for me. I know how I know what you're going to do, Tony. You said Canadians are trustworthy, but he's I don't already know selling his knives anymore. to everyone but you. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. You, you missed out on the pre-orders. There was a Kickstarter, the whole deal. <laughs> It was all Canadian, so we didn't see it. How do you how do you think I buying all this stuff? Like that's so art. You work in oil. Our stuff aside, <laughs> what are you most excited for for camp, Adam? Uh, networking. Mm. You know, getting to see you guys again. I'm excited for that. You don't see us enough on here. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Keith? What are you excited? I like for? they have a, a a woodworking tent this year. I'm pretty excited about that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just hanging out, having a good time, meeting people, the swap. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what you're going to make yet? I have an idea of what I'm going to do now. Mm-hmm. I actually have an idea. Well, there's been something that I didn't do last year that I want to do this year. And it's, I'm going to hopefully, I believe Ronders is coming again. Is he not? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I'm going to try out that mill. <laughs> yeah. I want to try that thing too. Seems like a lot of work, though. Yeah. Did you? So, what about you, Chad? What are you excited for? I think I am most excited just to be able to get away, get up to upstate New York in October. I think it's probably one of the most beautiful places to be at that time of the year. The leaves are changing. It's cooling down. And uh, I'm going to go after Austin Handel's food place recommendation which is going to be the yellow deli so at some point i'm going to make mm. sure i make it over there and try out some east durham cuisine excited to do that you got to go down to the, the milk run oh yeah definitely you got to get some milk run now tony i know you don't do much on it but have you guys seen the instagram uh post at from the blackthorn or from makers I camp did. they're doing a big makers camp giveaway that is one awesome that is giveaway. one Big prize package. Huge. And it goes to one person, You see, person, they're giving right? away. Yeah, one person. Let me see. Uh, you have to follow all the accounts, purchase a silver or gold pass, and like and post and tag two friends. One lucky winner will get a PPE kit, which is personal protection of equipment. A Lincoln Electric leather crafting kit. A Weaver leather rotary burr set. Um... Some drum leathers, swag kit from Coal Ironworks, 162 Peter Wright anvil. Wow. That's, that's a good chunk of change right there. Uh, sorted pull saws, an Alaskan chainsaw mill. This price package, a uh, router sled, an ice pick by uh, Jimmy Dresta, an epoxy kit, and a 150 gift card to, send, uh, to cut send. Uh, hammer from DFM Toolworks and a free pair of boots. A lot of stuff. That is a lot of stuff. And who's putting that together? Austin. The um, Maker Camp. Austin. Yeah, the Maker Camp. Oh, wow. That's great. 
it's really cool to see all those companies supporting Austin in that way in the maker camp. That should definitely, not that mm-hmm. the numbers needed to be bumped at all, but that's definitely going to help get some people out there. I feel like this thing is, uh, is about to blow up, be huge. Like going to be a quaint little camp pretty soon, mm-hmm. which is fine. But. You got to enjoy the first OG years, so we can't complain. No, <laughs> nope. good stuff. It's cool to see it grow. Yeah. Good for Austin. He's doing some crazy stuff. So. Oh yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be on our podcast in a couple of weeks. So. Oh nice. The updates there. You see, they had their uh, annual motorcycle rally was this past weekend. No, no, uh, the motorcycle rally's in or, a couple of weeks. Or no, oh, sorry, yeah, that wasn't the motorcycle. It was the uh, the uh, rat, rat rod. rod. Sorry, yeah. yeah. A few a few of my friends from work went. I wish I could have made it, but I was working Saturday. Yeah, it looked. Busy <laughs> from, oh, yeah. the, from the videos and stuff that I saw look, look like a good yeah, time. Some friends I met at the first maker camp, Donnie and Marie, actually. Uh, Mar- Osman? <laughs> no, the, uh, they were there. The rat rod chick is her, is her account. Mm-hmm. He doesn't post. He's got an account, but he doesn't post on it. Rat rod chick is what she posts on. She was there. I was watching it. I was like, oh man, I didn't even know it was this weekend. It looked like a good time. Mm-hmm. Huh. So yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. My wife or kids are coming Friday night, so so Chad, if your wife comes or even the kids come, definitely Maker Camp is a is a good time for families as well. Anyone that has family that think that they might be interested should definitely bring them along. And mm-hmm. if your kids have watched Making Fun and know who Jimmy Deresta is and all those other guys, send your kids after those guys. They love children. <laughs> they love hugs. They love giving out autographs. All those <laughs> things, they would be more than happy to meet all your kids and children. I can't I'm wait. Pretty, I think uh, like a few of the people that were on the show, like Jackman and Graz and are going to be there. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. I really think... I. He should bring a couple of those things over to Maker's Camp. Yeah, I hope because he does. I, I think he has them. I think he said they're in a warehouse somewhere. Maybe he can arrange to bring them over. It would be kind of nice. Kind of cool to see. Be some great photo ops with all those. Oh, yeah. Especially the Rock'em Sock'em robot thing. That would be cool if he just like can play with it. <laughs> Set it up so people can play. The pirate mm-hmm. ship. Yeah. The pizza the taco machine. I, I'm surprised they didn't get a second season. Yeah, I think it was really the timing of of what was going on in the world. Sadly enough, with Netflix mm-hmm. doing all their layoffs and a lot of people canceling their subscriptions, they just were not able to kind of continue a lot of the shows that they probably had plans to. Which really kind of is a shame, but maybe at some point it might get a reboot. Well, there's um, other shows they're putting out, like uh, like home refinishing type shows and stuff, yeah. but like. The Metal Masters was a good show. Uh, the the glass blowing one I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that's on its third season actually. Yeah. I haven't watched the latest. What was the one? Yet. What yeah, was the good. one that Tim Allen did? Oh, that was on history. Assembly required. Assembly. Now I think that could be a bigger hit. I, I I think I would like to see more shows like that, where they get a bunch of makers, they try to make something. I just think maybe, I mean a different set of hosts would be maybe a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've always liked home improvement and Tim Allen, but I think it was a little hokey at times. Yeah. But they're trying yeah. to appeal to the mass T- TV's always yeah, they're hokey. trying to appeal yeah. to the mass market. They're not trying to appeal to makers. Yeah. But 
there are other makers that have YouTube channels that are very informative, very educational, and they're still watchable. No, I I agree, but I'm not an executive at a major mm-hmm. network who who says, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we got to appeal to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like who's that one YouTube guy that like set up those like squirrel catapult in his backyard? Oh, uh, Mark Rober. Yes, uh-huh. I think he as a host of that show would be a, a, a huge hit. Tell so, me about these squirrel catapults. Oh, you haven't seen this yet? I have oh, not have seen this. Oh, it's so worth sharing and seeing. Uh, he was like a NASA engineer, left NASA to do other things. And uh, he made like a squirrel obstacle course in his backyard and actually filmed it. And um, it was like actually very educational, like how they would get through things and how they would adapt and learn and everything. So I'll have to send it to you. Yeah, I'd be interested to see uh, to see this. One thing that he did too, he made a a glitter bomb trap, like for porch pirates. It was like a fake box of an Apple product, and when you took it off, it flung glitter everywhere. There was a fart spray machine in there. They had four cell phone cameras in there, so you could see three hundred and sixty degrees. These people just, you know, opening these boxes and. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely have to send it to you. It's hysterical. The glitter bomb one I saw, that one was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And the way he does the videos, it's informative. He breaks it down to easy science so he can understand. If I can understand it, okay, (laughs) kids can. (laughs) Yeah, Mark is uh, definitely one of the best things on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Something else that he's doing right now is, I think he's calling it Crunch Labs basically. Um, And he's making these little boxes that he sends out and you can kind of sign up for a subscription. I signed up my kids for it and you get a a monthly package. It's a little engineering kind of like STEM package. You get the box, you scan a QR code, you get to watch like a private video of him kind of going through a physics lesson or Mm -hmm. a science lesson on, on the concepts behind it. And then you get to assemble the device and put it together. And the kids have been absolutely loving it. It's it's been really cool and it's really neat to kind of see them getting excited about engineering and, and tinkering because they see their dad doing it every day and yeah, they mm-hmm. think it's cool and all, but when they see Mark Rober doing it on YouTube, they get, they're all about it. They keep asking me when the next box is coming and it's, it's definitely been a fun thing for them. So Mark props to you. It's, it's really cool that you're, you can tell he's got a teacher's heart and he really wants to help educate mm-hmm. and it's cool how he's using the platform in that way. All right, guys, that's a show. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't talked about what we've been working on. Adam, I know, you know, you've moved out to your, your parents' property as far as where your workshop is now. Is that correct? Uh, my hot shop, I call it, is at my grandparents' house. So that's where I typically do my forging, my tempering, and things like that. And my finished shop is in my basement at my house. Okay. So. so that's been working out well for you? It has, actually. I mean... My grandfather's up there. He's getting up in age and stuff like that. So I get to go up there, see him a little bit more. He was a farmer and electrician who was always working on things. So he likes to see me doing things and my kids up there doing things. So yeah, I bet that it, makes it, him, it's a good him, time. I bet that makes him really proud to 
to get to mm-hmm. see his his younger generations come out there and mm-hmm. get to enjoy the fruit of his labor as far as the property and that that sweet barn that you've got your your <laughs> shop set up in. It's nice to have that covered roof. You don't it have to worry is. about the snow it smashing is. everything anymore. So, yeah, he he built that house himself. He built that barn from lumber that he milled off that property. So, he was a man's man. So, that's the best. I, that's how I hope I end up living my life. I'm working towards it. Keith, what are you working on? Not too much. Uh, I just gotten back from vacation last weekend. And then this weekend I was doing some house chores and stuff. But I did go down to, they opened up a new Rockler store in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. So Ed from that? Ed Johns and I went down to check out one of their classes. They had like an introductory handle turning class. Uh, so mm-hmm. it's nothing I haven't already done, but, uh, I figure, you know, it's never bad to try again and I'm not good with a part off tool. So it was kind of cool to get instruction on the parting tool. Uh, what is that's that? where you go in at the end and cut it off. Um, oh, okay. so I screwed it up naturally, <laughs> you know, somebody standing over <laughs> your shoulder, you get kind of, uh, awkward about it. So. But yeah, it all got worked out. And finally, he's like, uh, we're coming up on time. You want me just to, to finish it off for you? And I was like, <laughs> I guess, dude, you know, go ahead. And he did it. So, but yeah, it. I mean, it was good. I would do it. Uh, I would take their classes. He was a pretty good instructor. So um, I talked to him. They didn't have on the schedule like segmented turning, which I want to get into and try out, which I've never done before. And, uh, so I was talking to him about it. He's like, yeah, it's not really a Rockler thing, but some Rockler stores are showing that. So he's talking to those stores to see how they run it. Cause it's not a one day course. Cause you got to cut all the pieces, glue them up and then you turn it later. Um, so he has to figure out the logistics before they start offering that in Jersey. But he does want to do that. Cause that's where his heart is in, in that. So when that comes up, I definitely think I'll go back and take those. So that was fun. So how how much time did you have with that the one that you did? An hour, I think. Oh, it, well, it. It, it it's supposed to be like an hour and a half class, but you know the first half hour is this is the tools, this is the lathe, this <laughs> is how you use it, and uh, we had one guy who'd never touched a lathe before, so like we all went through it. The guy probably would have been like, have you used the lathe before? If we all said yes, it would have been fine. We would have been going a lot earlier. But with the newbie there, and gotcha. it, I mean, it was cool to see a new guy uh, try it out, and he loved it. He fell in love with it. So it was good. You know, I would do it again. Ed and I had some fun. So. so remember, Adam, you have to have the safety talk with Chad because he has never done anything with hot steel. So that should tie up most of his hour. Yeah, his hour is going to be tied up. 45 minutes of that well, he's hour. He's probably going to lose this challenge again, so that's good. Yeah. But like that turning instructor, he's going to ask at the last 10 minutes, do you want me to come in there and just kind of finish it off for you? Like, <laughs> I've been waiting for you to ask. So what had happened was I parted it down, no problem, and then you remove the, the tailstock off of it, and you have to come in mm. at it. And I, I was coming in at it, but you, first time – I came in a little too hard and screwed it up. So we fixed it. And then I was doing it again, but then I was real timid 
and he could tell it was going to take me forever. Like I'm taking a little piece, little piece. He's like, you want me just to do it for you? <laughs> I knew I was making him mad. And I was like, sure. And he went in and it was like 30 seconds. He's like, shoop, done. I was like, oh, well, that's cool too. Well, at least you were being respectful of his tools and everything. You know, you could have been all willy nilly and ended up hitting the chuck or something with a chisel and messing everything up. No, there's nothing on the end. It's just bare wood sticking out, you know, at the end. There's nothing to hit. Well, he's talking about Chad case scenario. Yeah, so. yeah like will, willy-nilly means you're basically listening to uh, Miley Cyrus, Wrecking Ball, and just swinging two chisels around as the lathe is turning. Chuck Key is in the lathe, turned on full <laughs> speed in reverse. Lowest gear, highest gear, lowest gear. I don't know. One of those things, whatever is most dangerous. All those things. But I was surprised to Oops. see how many people were in the store and buying stuff. Yeah, I think the closest Rockler to me is over in Springfield, Mass., which is like an hour and a half. Yeah, before that, I don't even know where the closest Rockler was. I went to one on vacation once, but... Um, Sounds like a great vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Usually people go to Hard Rock Cafes and memorials, but Keith, let's go visit Rockler. <laughs> I mean, when you're near one, when in Rome, yeah, you go. <laughs> now we were driving past it on the way home so i took a little detour so that was our stop chad what have you been working on today was the first official day that my little one-year-old daughter evelyn went to daycare it was such a bittersweet moment this morning seeing her her little face and <laughs> kissing her goodbye and leaving her there at the school but the school is really it's it's really nice. It's a good thing. And it's so neat how connected they are. They have an application on, on the phone and the teacher sends you updates throughout the day, what they've eaten. They send you little videos that they're doing, the little activities, how many diaper changes they've had, all that kind of stuff. So you feel really connected to your child, even though they're, they're away like that. If you want to, you, you can of course ignore the app, but I was all over it today, but with her being gone, <laughs> the fire was under my tail to see how productive I could be with, with no responsibility of keeping a child alive at the house because it was just me and the dogs here at the house today. So I had a big backlog of, of projects that needed to get knocked out. And Chad took I, a nap. <laughs> I didn't take a nap. I still haven't even slept. And I woke up really early too. Um, but no, I knocked out a lot of work. The laser was running all day long. I was working on other... other uh, woodworking projects separate from the laser, uh, spray painting, getting a lot done. And financially, we can, we can look at it this way. Yes, daycare costs a lot. It's essentially a second mortgage. But with what I was able to accomplish today, I haven't packaged or shipped yet. So keep that in mind. But everything that's done today will pay for daycare for two months, all done in one day. So, so far it's working out good. Now, every day is not going to be that good. I'm not always going to have that much work, but um, it felt good. It felt real good to be that productive and kind of have that freedom. And I needed material. I needed a dowel rod. I was short on some material. I didn't have to worry about going in the house, getting the baby ready, putting the baby in the car seat, driving over to Lowe's in the rain, pulling the baby out in the rain and all that. It was just, hey, you're home alone. Jump in the truck, drive over there, get back. It took five minutes when it would normally take, you know, over an hour or so. So it's, it's a bittersweet moment, like I said, and I know maybe 
when I die in the future and my children listen to this podcast, they're going to say, oh, daddy didn't love us. He sent us to school. I hope that they know that my reasons for this is so that there is that time for work and there is that time for family. And I'm hoping that that morning time when the kids are all at school, that's when I can finally get the work done. And then when they come home from school, I can finally stop thinking about work and just focus on family and be with them during that time. I'm not there yet. A few more days, maybe a few more weeks, and maybe all the work will be done and it'll slow down. You won't stop thinking about work. Ah, thanks, Keith. <laughs> You're always a ray of sunshine. sunshine. I've been working as we're recording. Uh, yeah, that's his job. Yeah, a little bit. Last week, I talked about the Festool shop back. That is working out beautifully. I got the, the Festool CT15. It's kind of the smaller plug-in shop vac. The thing sucks really well. It's linking up to my Bosch with no adapters. I can plug it up to my router table. It wheels around really easily. Can you put a sustainer on the top of that one? Uh, I don't know. It has bungee cords on the top. I think it's upgradable, but I don't have sustainers. I don't have any other Fest tool tools or cases. It's working out really well, and I do like it. I was kind of a Festool, uh, what would you call that, naysayer. But now I'm starting to become a believer. I like it. And it's, I can tell already my health is improving because there is no dust at all when I'm sanding. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the little video I threw on Instagram, but the thing sucks so well, you can can hold up a piece of wood with it. Yeah, (laughs) I I saw that too. That's pretty cool. Is there a dial on it to turn down the suction? Because sometimes you can can get uneven sanding when it's pulling down too hard. Yep, it's got variable suction on it, so that's working out real well. Yeah, I got to get one. Uh, I also tried out that Chinese respirator today. I oh, yeah, I was curious I about that. Didn't have high hopes for it, but uh, I had to do some spray painting out in the shed. I put it on, pushed the little on button. I got a nice little cold burst of air. I started spraying, and I did make sure to put it on real tight because I do have facial hair and all that, so I really pulled it in tight. I was probably in there for just about seven minutes or so spraying. Uh, I didn't have any smell at all. And I was spraying enamel spray paint, which is pretty potent, uh, especially if you're in a somewhat enclosed space. Uh, Didn't smell it at all. No headache at all. I thought maybe I'll take off the mask while I'm in there. And as soon as I broke that seal, instantly I could smell that enamel. So the filters that are on there, as far as my nose is telling me, are working, which is good right now because when I had COVID, I couldn't smell anything at all, but I did get my smell back. So <laughs> the Yay. filters, are they like a standard size? Can you use like the 3M filters and attach it to it? It has, it came with some type of adapter, which I think would probably work with those 3Ms. I think they're, they're I need to look at the names. I know these are called canister filters. And then I think there's some different kinds, but yeah, I was surprised how well the smell was not making it through whatever's in that filter. I know there's charcoal. That's one of the elements in there. Let's see how it holds up. If it holds up good, Mm. maybe I'll get one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm curious about it as well. Did you ever send us the link for that thing? No, I have not. I'll I'll find it and I'll send it to you guys. I mean, it's definitely- It's not as cool looking as like the 3M or like the space suits that everyone has on Instagram. I'm definitely going to look like a goofball if I do a video. Yeah, see, 
Adam's holding up his his cool one. Those look so cool. Mine's like yellow and it looks kind of like a gas mask, but you know what? 180 bucks. If it's going to give me a few more years of my life, I'll take it. I'll take it. Does it keep you cool? Today was not the hottest day, but yes, I did feel cool out there. It was raining a lot, so not too bad. That's enough talking for me. Tony, what are you making? What do you got? There's never enough talking for Chad. He's always going to talk. I could go all day, but that would be rude. <laughs> um, I haven't actually been up to too much. We, uh, we get after the renovations in the house a little bit this weekend. We uh, tackled probably the toughest room in the house, which is my daughter's bedroom because there's so much stuff in it. And uh, we managed to get that done. And a couple of closets done, a few things. So we're moving ahead on the flooring. So that's good. And then, uh, oh, I was looking at my, that saw that I bought. And if, I don't know if you guys are curious at all or not, but yeah. it said that it would cut four by six square and five inch round. Whoa. And it's just a little, it's just a little thing. So, but um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, a nice nice addition to the shop for sure. That's that bandsaw, right? Yeah. I'll never cut anything that big with it. Um, but it's nice nice to have. Is it saying it'll cut like solid stock or like tube? It's saying it'll cut anything that diameter you put in the jaws. That's incredible. So solid stock versus versus just tubing or just anything hollow would be easy and then the round stock would just take longer or the solid stock would take longer sorry and does that saw have a coolant line attached to it or does it just run slow enough that it doesn't need it no it's pretty simple there's no coolant line um just drip oil on it every now and then yeah you could spray wd-40 or oil or whatever on it and it would uh help you with some cooling there he's one of those horizontal band saws right that just slowly come down Pivots I just on one picked side. Up one too. Yeah, it's it's a great little rig. I'm quite happy with <laughs> quite happy with most of my purchases lately, but this one this one will be good. So I think this is a good time to thank our sponsor, Sabretooth. If you go to sabretooth.com, you can save or you can get your power carving tools. If you use code WH, you can save ten percent. Um they got some cool stuff over there. The discs are cool, the bars are cool, everything's cool. I use them. I love them. Check it out. And also, we like to take the time to thank our other sponsor, uh, Maritime Knife Supply, uh, your one-stop shop for makers. Yeah, I actually uh, I placed an order with Maritime this this week. I, I bought a bought some copper bars and some iron. He's got like these cutoffs you buy by the pound. Yeah, he's got some rod some wrought iron. Well, I, I bought wrought iron and last time. What, I haven't done anything with it yet. Oh, um, okay. But that's got to be expensive to ship. No, no, no. I really? got a pretty decent sized box because I bought a sweatshirt too. And I got a pretty decent sized box and it was uh, 18 bucks with a oh, couple wow. pounds with that's a couple a pounds of metal, uh, box big enough to fit the sweatshirt, the metal. And he put a banner in there, which I'll talk about in a second. And it was 18 bucks and it was here. I ordered, I think, Wednesday last week, and it was here today. 
Yeah, it was pretty fast. But uh, I reached out to Lawrence. Uh, we were talking about the Maker Camp up in the Catskills this week, but I'm also going to Austin Saunders, who we had on a couple weeks ago, a high-caliber craftsman. Um, he runs a high-caliber camp at his house. He invites some people down, and uh, he does an event with like 20, 25 people. And uh, it's blacksmithing, and there's some woodworking and stuff in it. But uh, I reached out to Lawrence and asked him if he would be willing to sponsor it, and he sent some belts, some 2 by 72 belts, down to Austin to sponsor it. And, uh, yeah, so thank you, Lawrence. I appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, that's good. It's a great service he's got. Yeah, it's that's a great awesome. service he's got. If you need anything he sells, I highly recommend going to him. Even though he's in Canada, it's fast. The shipping's pretty cheap, and and it's fast. Yeah, he's very involved in the in the community now too. Yeah, which is which good. I think we actually get to meet him at Maker Camp. He's coming to Maker Camp, right? We do. I was talking to him a couple weeks back. He got uh, he's all set up. I think he's staying at the other one off off campus. <laughs> Best way yeah. to put it. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be around, so it'll be good to meet him. Actually, uh, kind of put a name to the face. Yeah, he so. was asking me about food stuff and whatnot. So. Or, Maybe face to the name. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've met him. I've shook his hand. He's a good guy. Yeah, he was at the... Uh, Blade Show. Blade Show, right. Yeah. And Sabretooth will be at Maker Camp, too, which is good. They have a showing. Jeff will be there. I don't know who else is coming. Awesome Orange is going to be in the Sabretooth booth. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah. That'll be good. It's a, it, it's a working hands extravaganza at Maker Camp. <laughs> Maybe you guys should sponsor next year's. Sponsor what? Maker Camp itself? <laughs> <laughs> we are pretty big time. I it's mean, a little too big for our britches, I think. Yeah, yeah, might be a little overstretched there. <laughs> there, there, there might be a conflict of interest with the uh, the working hands camp. Camp, you know, we don't we don't want to <laughs> yeah. get into that over at Keith's house. You know what? You might want to. Something you can think about is maybe sponsor a tent, but bring in people like Keith. You went to uh, what's that thing you went down in? Yeah, workbench con. Yeah, workbench con. So have something like that. Oh, this is how you do some videos, or this is how you can boost your IG stuff, or or how mm, to do podcasts. Kind of sponsor things. the swap. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't want me talking about how to boost your IG. <laughs> Oh, at 12 o'clock, Tony's giving his how not to post on Instagram talk. <laughs> yeah, It's pretty easy. There's a lock on your phone. Lock it. <laughs> a dozen people show up, but Tony doesn't. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I wanted to say something. Speaking of uh, kind of the internet influencers and all those other words that kind of make me cringe a little bit. Somebody that I follow a lot on Instagram and YouTube, his name is Spensley Design Co. He recently lost access to his Instagram account. And I didn't realize how big he had gotten on there, but he had 115,000 followers on Instagram. Um, I didn't even know that this happened until I saw a video that he posted up on YouTube recently where he just kind of describes what happened 
and how it maybe is possibly affecting him. Uh, he has started a second Instagram account because he, after a few months or so, he still has not heard anything back from Instagram. So that is a shame. So if you guys do want to support somebody in the community, go out and find Spensley Designs, I believe is his new channel on Instagram. And of course, he still has his YouTube and he has such a great voice for like voiceover. So silky smooth. So he's doing a great job over there. Just wanted to let the the community know about him and kind of his misfortune and see if uh, if anyone had lost touch with him. It'd be a good chance to to get the word out. We also talked about breakfast items last week. I kind of put a call out to our listeners. We get we got some info from Keith as far as the pork roll. Mm-hmm. We got the classic Canadian breakfast from. Tony, which was the bacon and eggs, you know, and I put a call out to our listeners and we got a few emails and one person specifically that I called out was, uh, Andrew Hatch. And it was because I felt like Tony's answer was the least Canadian thing we could possibly hear on the show. And the more I learned about Tony, I found out his ancestors are from Virginia, just a few generations back. So Yeah. Andrew is uh, pulling in the Canadian for us on this this voice memo here. So let's take a listen. So finally got out of um, the hole where we had no cell service. And I was finally able to listen to the most recent Working Hands podcast in which I was called out to respond with the most Canadian breakfast. And... Uh, Anyway, first of all, I have to disagree with Keith because because Chad's bagel with alfalfa sprouts and egg and stuff, that actually sounds really good. He just needs to add like some maple bacon on it and that would make it perfect. But anyway, so the most Canadian breakfast. What I do, since I'm a true Canadian, unlike, unlike Tony apparently, is I wake up in the morning and I pull on my red flannel shirt and I climb out of my igloo and I chop down a couple lodgepole pines to start a fire over which I roast some bannock and then I take my bannock and I drizzle it with maple syrup and I wrap it around a moose sausage and I I eat that for breakfast every day. That's how I do it. Actually, sometimes I... Most of the times, that's my wife, if you can't hear me. We're still on our way home. And uh, anyway, mostly I just eat like scrambled eggs and uh, bacon. On our home, yeah, traveling in our igloo trailer. Tra- traveling in our, in our, mo- on our igloo trailer. Our mobile igloo. Our, our mobile igloo. Anyway. Uh, actually, most of the time I swing towards Keith's modus operandi there, and I just don't eat breakfast, and then eat when I get home at lunchtime or supper time, depending on how the day went. Anyway, there's my response. That was very satisfying. Yeah, it, Andrew, it, it, it was phenomenal. And when his wife starts laughing, it makes me laugh. But I don't agree with your sandwich. You put mayo and stuff on your bagel? Yeah, the mayo oh. is actually like a barrier. It keeps <laughs> the, the bread from getting soggy. 
It's your oil barrier. It's to keep the tomato from sogging up your bread. Tomatoes don't belong on a sandwich. Let's start there. What? Tomatoes don't belong on bagels. Oh, come on. Hey, hey, this is not Attack Chad's breakfast choices. This is the listener's moment to call in and share what they think about breakfast items. I'm glad I'm getting some new ideas because now I can stop eating sausage pancakes on a stick. We have another email from... Thank you. Are, yes, thank so you. So, are much. you going to try and try some Bennick? Are you? I'm going to need to message him and find out what <laughs> Bennick is because you know he lost me. A little I had bit. to look it up. You want to know what it is? It's a variety yes. of flat quick bread or any large round article baked or cooked from grain. It's usually cut into sections before serving. It sounds like a pancake. No, it looks more like a biscuit, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've never had it. I'm just going on the old interwebs. It's like a flatbread almost. Yeah. Almost like a pita. Yeah, like a thicker pita. Yeah. Okay. That sounds Tony, good. Have you ever had it since you're Canadian? It's an no, English and I'm Scottish thing, sure. but. I wasn't sure what it was, to be honest with you. I think Tony eats English muffins. <laughs> Adam, what's your breakfast? Ooh. Um, French toast. Mm. French toast with strawberries. Mm little sprinkling of powdered sugar on the top? Uh, sure. Get fancy I, uh, with it? I, I don't usually do it at home, but if I'm at a restaurant, usually. Mm-hmm. But like homemade uh, French toast. Like you got to leave the bread out overnight. Oh. You know, so that way it gets a little stale. So when you put it in the egg, it just soaks up all that egg. So that is my go-to. That is good stuff. French That's toast. actually something that my wife will cook from time to time. And it's... There's nothing quite like homemade French toast. Uh, and I forgot well, to say... If you, win the, if you win the knife challenge, I'll make you French toast. Oh, guys, come on. You got to throw the challenge <laughs> just so I can get some good breakfast now. Keith, Tony, please. No, he's going to make us breakfast if we win. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Someone's getting French toast. Uh, and I don't know if I said it, but Andrew's handle on Instagram is Hatch Made It. He's over on Instagram and YouTube. You should go check him out. He is... Hilarious. And he's an amazing woodworker. The driest mm. Canadian on earth. <laughs> oh, my word. We have another email. This one comes from our comrade, AJ Camarado. What's going on, guys? Just want to let you guys know you're doing a great job on this podcast. I absolutely love listening every single week and learning new things from Keith and Tony and Chad. Yeah, Chad's in there, too. But it gives me a good laugh, at least. Um, just want to let you guys know, if you're in northern Jersey, it is Taylor Ham, and if you're in southern Jersey, it is pork roll. No questions asked, it, that's how it is. Also, Tony, thank you for the uh, knife. It is extremely sharp, extremely useful. <laughs> I use it every single day, and I love it. And hey, Chad, you know where I can get engravings sent to me? Oh, oh, engraving sent to you, AJ. Uh, you should try Etsy. I think there's... All kinds of people on there with lasers and CNCs. Uh, I stumbled upon one the other day. I think it was like um, personalization for you or something like that. You'll, you'll have to check it out and see if that works for you. But uh, that's AJ Camarado over at Crafted in NJ. He also just resurrected his podcast off the cuff. You can check that out. Nice. Let's hold him accountable to keep recording. It's a big we- part of it. We have a text email here from Lance Drennan. Lance Drennan. Is this family of yours? Keith? A Drennan? Yeah. 
Oh, no way. Well, thank you, Lance. Lance says the breakfast of champion- champions is Thomas's English muffins with creamy peanut butter and a tall glass of chocolate milk. That does sound pretty good. That sounds like something that I would have at like 12 o'clock in the morning right before going to bed. Yeah. I would do that for sure. Thank you, Lance. Oh, oh, we also have one from Matthew Stutter over at First Do Construction, our very own urinal champion of the Make What You Fear champions. Let's see what he has to say. Good morning, Working Hands Podcast. Good morning, fellas. Uh, My morning routine starts from home or from the firehouse with a cup of coffee and the Working Hands Podcast thermal cup. Uh, Eating a Belvita bar on the road, listening to the Working Hands Podcast and the after show. Once I get out here to the shop, I make another small pot of coffee. Uh, warm up the classic Jim and Jean's breakfast bowl and get to work for the day. Love the podcast. Keep going, fellas. Talk soon. Thanks, Matt. And it's Sutter, yeah. not Stutter. But thank you for all the uh, voicemails and emails on that. Oh, we still got his phone up. Is there more? We We have one more, and it is actually from my sister, but she is sending me something in the mail, so we're going to have to do a follow-up on that one. I'll wait till it comes in the mail, and then I'll give an update on what that is. But guys, I want to thank you all so very much for all these new breakfast choices for me to try out. It's going to be uh, quite an adventure, and maybe I'll get to share some of those on the old IG. I think that would be fun. I'll be sure to tag the uh, Working Hands podcast on those. Please do. It's a place where you can find a lot of very cool people over there on IG, like the cool people who support this show. So, yes, um, we'll go through our list here. We're up to 46 total patrons, which we much appreciate. We go Corey of Odyssey Stan, the Etsy Boys, Christy of Twisted Twine, Annette of 513 Woodworks, Hot Iron Metalworks, Full Steam Design by Chris Powell, Lily Nurture Photography, David Beckwith Makes, NB Woodfinery, our top tier we have Eastpoke Studios, Danelle Smith Christian, Brian Drennan, Lawrence of Maritime Nice Supply.com, Ed Johns, Uncle Sam Metalworks. You might hey, know this. Hey, you might know that me. guy. Uh, Green Street Joinery. Uh, you had changed yours from Timothy, but I, I didn't write it down. Tony! What's what's your new one? Ah, I wrote it down so you would have to say it. Something breakfast sandwich, wasn't it? Oh, this is just not even any good. I think I'm I'm just going to cancel my Patreon subscription to the Working Hands podcast. Poorly poorly prepared for this. (laughs) Uh, We have uh, Vincent Ferrari, uh, Brian Housework of the Workfort podcast, Art Tegino Osorio, Matt of the Wooden Mustache, Lee of Regal Street, and Brent of Clean Cut Woodworks. We also have a new one this week, and that is Greg Walwell. I hope I said, or Walway, sorry. I hope I said that right. <laughs> and uh, thank you for joining our Patreon. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. And it's Boris's Alfalfa Breakfast Boutique and more. That's it. All right, I'll keep my Patreon. Thank you, Keith, for, for the the assist over there yes thank you 
How could I do it without you? <sighs> Probably pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Go get some swag. You can find the links to that in the show notes or on the old IG. Get yourself a sweater. Starting to cool down out there. We don't have sweaters. Some hoodies. Hoodies. Sweatshirts. I don't think they really call them sweaters in Georgia. I think that's just the Chad thing. Oh, that's a thing. Sweater weather, baby. Sweater weather. Well, if you want to find Adam, he's over at Uncle Sam Metalworks on Instagram, TikTok. Find him. You can see him on an episode of Forged and Fire. If you want to find Chad, he's over at Chad's Custom Creations across all your socials. Tony's at Woodland Iron. I'm at Blackthorn Concepts. The collective three of us can be found at Working Hands Podcast on Instagram or at Gmail. If you want to send us a voicemail, please do. We'll play it on air. If you want to leave us a five-star review, we'll read it out on air. Uh, Whatever podcatcher allows you to leave a review, we'd appreciate it. Helps us. And uh, check out your, or start posting your Maker Camp Maker Swap items that you're making. Because now we're down to, what is it, five weeks left before that? Yeah, sounds right. So if you are going to Maker Camp, I know we talk about it a lot on this one. uh, But if you're going and you're making something, post about it. With that, I'd say we head on over to the after show. But before we do, I want to apologize the Lenny over at Royal Street. We couldn't have him on this week because we had Adam on. So I apologize. Sorry, Lenny. Bye. Later.